Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, according to the United Nations, the world throws away more than 930 million tons of food every year. Most of it ends up in landfills. So it decomposes to produce around a tenth of the world's climate warming gases. The UN and sustainability watchdogs added that countries around the globe pledged in 2015 to halve food waste by 2030, but few are on track to do so. The world is at a tipping point for responding to climate change, and the future could go either way. On any ACE website, it says food waste accounts for about 12% of the total waste generated here in Singapore. And it's been seen as being in the crosshairs over the past few years amid our broader ambitions of becoming zero waste. It's an issue that's become more salient because we're increasingly seeing how extreme weather events are disrupting both agriculture and supply chain resiliency. Well, one company is trying to do its bit Jessica Chang, R&D manager from Synergy Corporation, joins us now to tell us more about their efforts. Hi, Jessica. Hi, uh, good evening. Okay, Jessica, so tell us more about what you guys do. You actually tackle food waste by producing high-value food ingredients from edible food waste or byproducts. So tell us more about that process. Okay, so uh, basically a very brief introduction about us. Um, we specialize in solutions and services to upcycle different types of wasteful products and convert them into resources with our patented SQ or super quick drying technology, which is technology which we have developed in-house. Okay, yeah. so how exactly does this work? What are you turning the food waste into? Okay, so um, we have been working with uh, many food manufacturers in the recent years and we have realized that with this technology, we're able to remove water content within food waste very quickly. So how do we do that is, for example, when we cook our meat patties on a barbecue grill, we press the meat against the hot surface. So once we do that, you can see an instant gush of vapors, right? Mm. So similarly, the SQ dry technology combines heating with compression to intensify the heat and accelerate evaporation to remove the water within these food products. And when food turns bad, we can see that because of the high water content in these food, when these waste comes into contact with microorganisms and air, that's where the decomposition happens. And it happens typically within a few hours. So is it viable to store them in like large freezers or in vacuum bags? We're talking about thousands of tons of waste, which is generated every single day. So we would not eventually have enough storage space to have all these wet waste. So our solution is to convert them into dry products so that they will be able to be stored over prolonged periods of time. And we can utilize them for various uh, secondary applications, for example, food ingredients, or used as it is. Okay, so, so talk to me about these dry products. What exactly are they? Okay, so our philosophy is to create the highest possible value in the dry products or food products. So for the products highest on the value chart, we call them food to food or food to feed. So from food to food, we have um, transferred many types of homogeneous food byproducts and even farmed crickets 
into sterile and high-quality food ingredients, because of the very short drying time, we're able to preserve actually high contents of protein and nutrients within the original food materials. And also, we won't be able to see it in other types of drying technologies, but we are able to actually have a very fine control of the parameter settings to allow us to obtain different types of flavor, taste in the food products, depending on what is the final application. Okay, so you're saying that you're turning food waste into edible food for humans or are we talking about for feed purposes? Okay, actually it is similar. So because of the nutrients which is contained in the dried products, it can also be used for humans and for feed because eventually we will consume the farmed animals which will eat up these feed. Okay, but in tangible terms, right? Are you telling me that you're converting the food waste into food products that we too can eat, right? Yes. Okay, so what are these products? Like name them for me so that I can recognize them in the food that I'm currently (laughs) consuming. Please, Jessica. Uh, Okay, yeah. So, um, for example, let me just take an example of maybe uh, barley spent grains, Mm. which uh, is produced from breweries or beverage manufacturing. So we have worked with companies who actually um, use the dried um, barley spent grains, uh, mill it down into finer particles, and they actually use this as a raw material which can be used to produce um, cookies, um, noodles, or other type of, um, used in other types of food recipes. Mm. Yeah, like a raw material in food premix, yeah, for example. Right, so truly circular, huh? How do yeah. people feel about this? I mean, I know that when new water was first introduced in Singapore, yes. a lot of people yes. said, oh, yucks. Uh, how do people feel about <laughs> this? Essentially, they are eating recycled food, right? Okay, yes. So when we look at these homogeneous type of, of food side streams, we don't exactly call them waste because once they are discharged in its waste form, they're actually still edible and still in food grade conditions. So we are just sort of like cooking it. So under high heat and a very short period of time, we cook it very quickly to become edible forms, which can be stored for long durations. So Mm. it's just a conversion process, like a cooking process. Right, right. Understood. Mm. Some might say, you know, instead of recycling food waste and looking for ways of using the waste productively, Mm. we should tackle the problem at its source. Stop wasting food to begin with. We have a food crisis across the world, a food security crisis. So why are people wasting so much? Give us an idea of how much food is actually wasted in Singapore. I mean, we did talk about some data on the NEA website, but perhaps you have even more insights into it since you're in this business. Okay, so usually when we talk about food waste, our minds go straight towards domestic waste, like uh, post-consumer food waste, household waste, or those that we gather from central kitchens or even from hawker centres. But actually, there are four key contributors to food waste in Singapore. So firstly, we have um, food production from handling, storage, when the food spoils in this process, they get discharged. Also, secondly, from food processing from the manufacturing industries, which I touched on earlier. And thirdly, during food distribution in retail places like supermarkets. And finally, we have the household consumption wastage. So when we look at these four key contributors, a large portion of these total food waste actually comes from the second source, which is from the food processing plants, like the F&B industries, breweries, Mm. soy product manufacturer. And that takes up about 53% of the total food waste generated. 
Can't these entities be talked to or regulated? Because I do know that the government has taken several steps when it comes to, for instance, hawker centres and the F&B industry. They've put in food recycling machines there. But what about these industrial players that you're talking about? Yeah, so for the uh, hawker centre, they are usually the mixed food waste form, which are hard to be sort of like converted to food ingredients for human consumption. So you have all the mixed bones, you have all the mixed veggies, and those usually, they are discharged. Or usually they use a digesters or composters on site. Yeah. Yeah. But now when we look at the type of food waste that really can be utilized for our food security, we, we look at those commercial food waste, such as those are homogeneous in nature. Mm. Okay, so earlier you mentioned food to food, food to feed, and we've talked Mm. about these two, I think, uh, considerably. But what about Mm. food to new materials? What exactly are you referring to when you say new materials? Okay, yeah. So for new materials, we are actually in the process of development of new biomaterials, which we use fruit waste. And specifically, we look at durian husks. Mm. So we know that durian husks, are discharged in large quantity every year because of our love for durian, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, so yeah. actually for the whole durian fruit, 70% of the whole fruit is actually the husk. Yeah. Yeah, so every, every uh, month, I, we, I know that the durian vendors spend quite a bit to dispose these husks. So what we are trying to do is actually use a large quantity of these husks and convert them into biomaterials, yeah. you know, such as like maybe wooden boards, Mm. or making to ceiling boards or some uh, typical uh, applications, or we can use them as filler materials for different types of packaging uh, forms. Right, right, understood. Mm. Now, Mm. here's the thing. While we say that it is certain types of industries that waste the most food, Apparently, among individuals as well, there seem to be some disturbing uh, trends that are emerging. A recent study by Curry's suggests that millennials in the UK waste more food than any other generation. Gen Z is not far behind. Another Mm -hmm. study by Sainsbury, this was 2016 though, this one's called Modern Life is Rubbish, found that Mm -hmm. over half of those in the 18 to 34 age group say that they live to eat rather than eat to live. Uh, To what extent do you think we also need to address attitudes towards disposability of food as we move forward, even as companies like yours take the steps to reuse food? Yeah. So um, for the older generation, you will notice that usually they will tap out all the leftover food when they dine out, even if they can't finish. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for the millennials, I think probably because of higher spending power when they just have come out to the workforce, they are getting salary and then they want to enjoy that time of their life. So they have the power to sort of like not consider food wastage. Yeah. And Gen Z, uh, the younger generation, a lot of their food are paid for by the parents. And yeah, so they may not really think about food wastage at this point in time. But of course, moving forward, I think it is important to pass down these teachings uh, across the globe. But although while we are doing that, it is important to also have the technologies in place at the same time to tackle the food waste, which is still generated while we are trying to pass down these right teachings. 
Mm, exactly. Mm. Because as you mm. mentioned, some foods such as the durian husks, for instance, yeah, yeah. that's not edible anyway. So you do yes. need some sort of technology to convert it into something right. more useful. Now, yes. while you talked about your energy efficient drying technologies, I think mm. since we are on the subject of sustainability, food mm. sustainability is one issue, but environmental sustainability is another very important issue that a lot of uh, companies are looking into as well. How do you ensure mm. that your own carbon footprint through all of these processes remains small? Okay, so in Singapore, there are actually many companies that are looking into uh, really scaling up the sustainable in, within the sustainable food industry. So, but in order to really scale up cost effectively, uh, most of the time the focus is on the source of the waste and the end product without giving too much consideration to the processes mm, in between. Exactly. But these are actually the critical processes which are the means to the goal. Yeah, all so those emissions we, yes, during the yes, processes, yeah. Correct, yeah. So when we scale up, it is inevitable to look into the production solutions which will allow sustainable manufacturing in the long run and minimize our carbon footprint. So having, having come into contact with a lot of these uh, efforts by the local um, institutions as well as the private companies. We know that once you scale up, it will be a totally different ballgame. And one of the most challenging aspects will be in drying. So, so how are you working mm, to tackle that? Okay, so when we talk about uh, usually uh, conventional drying processes, right, they utilize 100% of heat energy. So what we do is because we combine heating with compression, we're able to replace part of the heat energy with mechanical compression. So in that way, it actually reduces energy consumption by up by 30 to 60%. Yeah. What about emissions? Okay, we have also done um, a life cycle analysis uh, by using uh, one of our dryers to produce feed, fish feed, um, converting fish waste into animal feed. So we are actually generating negative carbon footprint with oh. the usage of our dryers because simply because we're able to remove a lot of the in-between processes that is required to produce the same feed. Right. So it's a very forward process. It's just go in, wet, come out dry, and it can be used immediately. I understand, Jessica, aside from mm. tackling food waste, you're mm. also looking at the Singapore Food Agency's goal of becoming food sustainable and self-sufficient by 2030. Of course, the goal yeah. there is to sustainably produce 30% of the nation's nutritional needs locally by 2030. How exactly can you contribute to this? So uh, we've been working closely with uh, many food manufacturers and through this process, we are actually very excited to realize that the drying technology is a missing piece of the puzzle. And we can bridge the gap towards this sustainable food manufacturing to accelerate this process together with these food manufacturers towards this vision. So not only we are not only a solution provider in the drying aspect, in fact, we aim to look into every aspect of this motion from the start of the waste to the finish into looking into the nutrients of the final products. Yeah, so partnering with all these different food manufacturers like in Bali Spent Grains, Okara, Orange Peels, Fish Trimmings, all these um, waste, pro waste, waste food products, yeah. All right. Thank you very much for your time today, Jessica. Appreciate it. Jessica Tang, R&D Manager at Synergy Corporation. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. 
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.